I am Mitch from PickDogs.com here with Rod and Chris here with your live show for September 20th, Tuesday, 2022. These guys talking hockey behind the scenes and almost fell asleep before we even got on the air. Let's talk about a sport that if it went away, no one would even notice. Um, anyways, uh, got uh, Major League Baseball going on today, another sport that well, kind of goes to the wayside once football starts. But... Uh, yeah, Kirk Cousins, still a bum. Absolutely. Um, I just don't even understand it. When you make, and also, you know, the Vikings defense, when you make Jalen Hurts look that good, you, you got issues too. You know, I don't care who you are. But um, we'll see. And then the Titans, uh, it just seems the Bills, once they get rolling downhill, um, very, very hard to stop. They've Done that to the Dolphins the last few years, and we'll have to see what happens on Sunday in Miami, 1 o'clock Eastern time start. Should be about 675 degrees for that one, as I know it's probably getting a little chillier up north. Um, but, uh, you know, so definitely a big advantage weather-wise for the Dolphins. Probably expect to see a lot of cramping from those Bills players um, in that game. But, uh, you know, like I said, the Bills have absolutely steamrolled the Dolphins in recent years. That game will be for first place in the AFC's two undefeateds. Um, yeah, the Vikings looked absolutely putrid um, in that game, defensively and offensively. Um, when you l- let Jalen Hurts have his way with your defense, you stink. I mean, he is not a good quarterback. And it's like he knows he's not good because it's like anytime he does anything good, he's got to act like he's the coolest man on the planet, which he's not, right? It's like you never see Tom Brady do that. Tom Brady's congratulating his teammates, whatever. Jalen Hurts sitting there like posing like for the camera. It's like what a douchebag, you know? It's like you got replaced in the second half of the national championship game at Alabama and then run out of town. The year after making the championship game. That's how much they carried you on their back the entire time. Um, it, 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 ridiculous, man. It's like, do something meaningful, and then maybe maybe you're believable, right? You, you won a game. I mean, kind of what you're paid to do. I don't know, man. So I do not understand uh, professional athletes for the most part these days. I just do not understand it. And I don't understand. I think it's because of the social media and because of the, the way that fans are supporting them anyways. But anyways, we move on. We've got a, a new day today and a new week of football. So, um, you know, all kinds of good stuff going on. And, uh, man, the college football schedule loaded. This week, actually, um, not as good, but the following week is ridiculous. Ridiculous in college football. This week's upcoming NFL schedule is ridiculously good. So, uh, you know, we kind of have a little bit of back and forth, but we get back to Thursday night college football this week, and then next week it's Fridays again. So, you know, without Thursday. So who, who could figure out what's going on with this stuff? Um, I don't understand the scheduling, but uh, it is what it is. Right? It's all over the map. <laughs> no consistency there. Jalen balled last week too. So wait, wait what? The, the second half, they get wrung out of the building by the Detroit Lions. Yeah, he's a baller, man. It's like you stink, man. You've accomplished zero in your career. Okay, zero, zip. You played quarterback. You transferred out after getting after playing with basically 
the All-American team at Alabama, right, where you get run out of your starting quarterback job. You go to another team where every other quarterback before you has won the Heisman Trophy like years in a row, and you end that string for your school. You're, you, also, your team had gone to the playoff every single year until you got there, and you end that string as well. I, I don't know. What was the record last year at the Eagles? What was the record? Well, I wasn't good. No. <laughs> Did they make the playoffs? The Commanders won the division, right? Nobody in that division. Yeah, right? It's like, I don't know, man. Finished Eagles 9-8. and 9-8 yeah. yeah. second in the NFC East. Yeah. Didn't make the playoffs. Or they did make the playoffs. Lost to the Bucks. Big. Yeah. Yeah, Chris is going to play some songs on that piano. I'm going to play piano, man. Got my dollars ready. <laughs> Put it right in the tip jar. Play me a song, you piano man. <laughs> Thanks, Rod. That's, who sings that song again? It's sad and it's complete. And I think... <laughs> We're good. <laughs> Thanks, Rod. <laughs> Thanks for playing. I was waiting. I was. I was like, whenever somebody does that, I really hope somebody answers because I know what's coming. <laughs> oh, fiance hates when I do that to her. Anyways, yeah. So, how many undefeateds are there left in the NFL after last night? Everybody. Did any other Bama quarterback look that look? Did any other Bama quarterback look great? Well, let's see. Um, Rod, what did Tua throw for? Six touchdowns and 469 yards. He won the national championship at Alabama. And um, then there's this guy named Joe Namath. He won the Super Bowl. He was an Alabama quarterback also. Um, then A.J. McCarron won a national championship for uh, Alabama also as quarterback. And then so did... Um, you know, about six other guys. So, um, yeah, they have looked that good, actually. Um, <laughs> Ken Stabler uh, looked pretty good for Alabama. He also won the Super Bowl um, at uh, in, in uh, Oakland for the Raiders. So, I mean, we could go on and on about Alabama quarterbacks. Six undefeateds left in the NFL, by the way. Six undefeated. So the Dolphins and the Bills. So someone's always got to go in that one unless it's a tie. And then you have um, the pack. No, the Packers lost. So the Eagles are undefeated, right? The Bucks, the Eagles. I'm not. I'm just like not even looking. Um, the Chiefs. Yep, there's one more. And the the Giants, the New York Football Giants. Giants. Huh. <laughs> Oh boy, you're saying stuff from the '70s and '80s. Yeah, that Tua, that Tua was from the '70s and '80s. Yeah, 70 and 80 yard touchdown passes one after another on Sunday. No new QB has done anything in the NFL. Tua threw for 469 yards and six touchdowns, completing 72 percent of his passes. I, I'm I'm missing it. No other quarterback. Bryce Young in uh, Alabama right now looks really good. <laughs> Tua hasn't done jack in the end. 
Yeah, okay. <laughs> 469 yards and six touchdowns. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Right? I like it too. Excited. <laughs> Anyways, let's talk about some baseball here. Well, Jalen Hurts has had zero good games in, in however long he's been quarterback. He stinks. We know that. No bueno. El terrible. El terrible. <laughs> Dodgers versus Diamondbacks, 310 Eastern Time start. Michael Grove against Zach Davies. Oh, can't wait. Chris, it's the p- popcorn popper loaded and ready to go for this for this beauty. <laughs> the amount the amount of people that had to hold me back from this game, but uh, not, you know, I, I I did the video on this. I said I'll, I'll stick with the same bet. I think for both games, and hey, we'll, we'll circle back to this for the second one. But I'm going to go with the Dodgers on the run line in both games. I just think the Diamondbacks, as much as I like the value that the Diamondbacks bring to the table in in a lot of these games, I'm just not a Zach Davies fan. Um, he's a five. He's a five inning guy at best. And a lot of times, he's doing damage in those five innings that the Diamondbacks really have a hard time coming back from. And you know, he's already been on the losing end a, a couple of times against the Dodgers this season in convincing fashion. So I'm gonna go with the other uh, Dodgers on the run line in game one. Rod, and for me, I'm gonna go with the over here in game one. Uh, I think we get a whole pile of runs with uh, Zach Davies going and uh, Grove. Um, uh, I like the over in this one. Runs come in a pile. Yeah, we already said before the show, hockey sucks. <laughs> pretty much got to. Chris and Rod started talking hockey. I pretty much got a headache at that point. I just started the show. Like, Let's just start. Good. <laughs> Marlins taking on the Cubs. Pablo Lopez against Adrian Sampson. I love the Marlins here. How about you guys, Chris? Yeah, I like the Marlins here as well. I think I like the under as well, though, here. I just feel it's just to be a low-scoring game. Pablo Lopez has done a lot of his best work at home recently. He's, I think he's allowed two runs or less than four of his last five starts. Adrian Sampson's pitched well you know, as well, but I don't expect the Marlins to come out flying offensively like they did uh, on Monday. So I like the under, but I, I like the Marlins as well this one. I, I love the over in uh, this one here. Give me the over. The over is 10-1 and one in Lopez's last 11 starts at home versus a team with a losing record. And he's also 12-0. and 0 for that over of a four days rest. Um, so give me the over. I think we see old pile runs again, just like we seen yesterday. Runs on plenty. Marlins easy money. We got the Reds versus Red Sox. Nick Lodolo against Brian Bello. Yeah. This really is going to happen. <laughs> They're charging full price for this thing. Full price admission. <laughs> well, I'm going to go with the Reds in this one. Um, you know, Lodolo, he's still one of the more consistent arms in Cincinnati's rotation, at least what they have left. I think he's going to be a nice piece for the future for them. And a 3.25 ERA in his last seven. Brian Bello, you know, he struggled for the most part in the starter's role this season. And uh, you're putting him in a band box like Great American. I have to think he's going to have have a bit of an issue here. So uh, go with the Cincinnati Reds in this one. If a tree falls in the forest and no one is around, does it make a noise? 
kind of like this game. <laughs> right? It's a Zen koan. <laughs> the tree falls in the forest. It makes no, no one's around. Does it make a sound? <laughs> if the Red Sox played the Reds in September, <laughs> did it really happen? <laughs> think there's like those six Boston fans in Cincinnati that are just clamoring for this one. It's like the Red Sox are in town. Like if I play them like every three or four years, right? Rod? Is that what it is every three, four years? Something like that. For me, for me in this one, uh, I, I'm going to toss them. They've owed the Reds. 10-1 and one in the last 11 versus the Reds, and they're 7-0 and in the last seven in Cincinnati. So, uh, their favorite for a reason. Give me the Boston Red Sox here. You'll hear the Reds. The Reds are also one and eight. That versus a right-handed starter. So uh, I'll take Boston here. Got the Rays and the Astros. The total set at three in this game. Um, Shane McClanahan up against Christian Javier. Um, Chris, what do you think of this thing? Um, I like. I, I think the Rays get the best of this one. The Rays generally drop game one of a series and then kind of come back from there. I think they do the same here. Yeah, I think it's been an, an issue about run support for Christian Javier for much of the season. I don't know how much they're going to get off of uh, Shane McClanahan, but I also don't expect the, the Rays to light the scoreboard on fire here. They may get the win, but it's not going to come easy. I think it's first to three wins this game. Even at a total of only six, I, I like the under in this one. Yeah, I got a great game in the under in this one. Um, this is just like a playoff game uh, between these two, so. I like the under here, even at six. Go to our next slot of games. Got the Phillies and the Blue Jays. Kyle Gibson with the varsity. Um, Here's the Phillies. They're going to be in the playoffs, you know, at this point. Either they're playing the, um, the Cardinals or they'll be playing the... Braves or Mets. So basically three teams that can club them. Um, Chris, what do you think about this one? I like the over. <laughs> I mean, it's not uh, not a bad bet, you know, considering. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> well, no problem. Anytime. But uh, thanks no, for I, the cross-examination. <laughs> no, I, I like the Blue Jays here. Um, Ross Stripling's just been outstanding since really transitioning to a starting role. Um, an ERA around two and a half in his last 10 starts and the Jays eight and two in those 10. I just, I have a hard time backing Kyle Gibson and the Phillies to me kind of looked shot after that series against uh series against the Braves. They're kind of backpedaling into the final couple weeks of the season. I think Toronto gets the win in this one. Rod. Not for me, this one, I'm going to take the under, um, you know, stripling. He's four and zero to that under his last four road starts. Jays four and one to the under, uh, off of a day off. Then you look at the Phillies, uh, same thing, 4-1 and one to the under, their last uh, five versus a right-handed starter. And the last seven meetings between these two teams, 5-2 and two to that under. I think we got an under on our heads. Give me the under. So um, P.K. Subban retired. That was the big news behind the scenes today. And <laughs> Chara retired, you know, and this retiring as uh, crap. Um, I mean... Not not only is it a sport I don't care about, it's also you know it, it makes it even worse, you know when it's when it's like the 
Well, he gets traded back to the team that he played for that he backstabbed by leaving them. And, uh, right? <laughs> the way that this works. So he can show off that that was the only place he was worth a crap. Um, we see it all the time. You know, baseball. It's like, I'm going to wear my <laughs> Orioles hat in the Hall of Fame. It's like, yes, the team I backstabbed. And really the only place where I made a meaningful contribution throughout my career. <laughs> Sold them out for 35 cents extra in my contract. <laughs> my agent got it for me. <laughs> Oof. Two days without football this week. Got to use the material that you had saved up. How about next month? How about next Monday's schedule? There's like three games. <laughs> it's like, it's going to be a quick show. Is there? I don't even look next week. Yeah, I'm, I'm already. I'm always ahead. Oh Lord, there is. Be talking prop bets. <laughs> <laughs> when does hockey season start? When's that Prague tip off? Um, I want to say October fifteenth. It might be a touch sooner. The eleventh. Uh, the North American opener is the eleventh. The, the game in Prague is on the seventh. Uh, that's all. And it's like versus Nashville. Oh, the Sharks. The that's, Sharks. That's one of those ones if the tree falls in the forest. Come when, you you're, when you're a jet, you're a jet all the way. And you first red to your last dying day. The Jets and the Sharks. That's what it should be. <laughs> they probably are playing it in a forest in Switzerland. <laughs> no, it's in Prague. It's in Prague or in, Prague. in the Czech Republic. Yes, it's in Prague. <laughs> How about let's, let's put the game in a place that really no one's going to care. I don't know. That's, that's Prague. That's the definition <laughs> of if there was a game played in the forest, would anyone hear it? It's like, what if we... I got an idea for you. Let's, let's play the game in Prague. It's like... It's like they're playing the game outside and like the... the big swing camera gets caught on a tree or there's a bird that pokes its head into the frame. And... Let's take the least popular North American sport, okay? We'll stick it in Prague and see what happens. Let's see what happens. <laughs> it's yeah. like... Good job, Batman. Good job, buddy. Keep up the good work. Zoaki's <laughs> walking into the Prague arena. He's like, you know Chara retired. <laughs> 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 Why are the pretzels sold upside down? <laughs> How old are those pretzels? It's like, yeah, and Subban too. This is, this is what my life has become. <sighs> Yankees are playing against the Pirates. This is another one. Um, you're running uh, the window of the bat. Is that another one? <laughs> is it? Is it um, Contreras? Is he pitching for the Pirates here? I saw. I saw Contreras tomorrow. All right. So who's pitching today? No idea. I haven't seen anybody. So I'm still seeing TBD. Because I, I love fading Nestor Cortez like no yeah. one's business. <laughs> I will play the Pirates on a straight Cortez fade. <laughs> Chris, I'll probably go with the under in this one. I, I don't expect anything from the. Uh, from the Pirates offensively, and I think you know, the, the the Yankees have bigger fish to fry than to worry about blowing out the Pirates. I think they got to just worry about getting wins, and I don't expect this to be a high-scoring game, maybe 
four one something like that. But either way, give me the under. What are you selling today? Today I got my fifteen dollar pickoff play. And another one yesterday. Now twenty two and six. Our last twenty eight. The pickoff play got that for fifteen bucks. I also got my uh, Tuesday triple play. Three plays that are not the other fifteen dollar pickoff play. So I have four plays in total. Got that three pack for forty bucks to pick dogs or. Use that promo code WIN15, get some long-term, get all the plays today and a couple extra days of action, and uh, you know, start saving and make some money. You think that um, you think they'll be selling herring at that game in Prague? Like, have they'll, a herring. They'll, they'll have something. They'll <laughs> like, have something weird. Like, they'll have, like, a herring, like, in, a, yeah. in one of those wax sheets. Rod, what do you think? <laughs> Rod's Googling the Prague snack bar. It's <laughs> like a salted cup. We know you. We know where you're going with this. We know this bit. We've been down this road before. (laughs) I've actually been to a baseball game in Japan, so I know what that snack bar looks like. And it's called a squid on a stick. (laughs) They eat them like hot dogs. They do. Squid on a stick. Deep fried squid on a steak. Don't deep fry too long, otherwise it'll get too chewy. That, that's the, that's the trick. Not squid. good cold. Not minute, good. minute and a half tops in that fryer. Oh no! Oh, ooh, cold. <laughs> yeah, you might as well chew on a piece cold, of cold, cold deep fried squid. <laughs> and it might have wiener schnitzel. Prague? Would they yeah. steal that from? What do you think of this game, Rod? For me, in this game. Uh, I like the over here. You look at the Pirates, 3-0-1. They over their last four game one of the series. Pirates are also six to the over their last seven versus a left-handed starter. And you look, the Yankees following a day off, 5-0 and to that over. So I think we see a whole oh, pile of runs to get us over the total in this one. Give me the over, Yankees, Pirates. What are you selling today? After being over, picked those premium today. Uh, I got my 10 star MLB No Limit Diamond Crusher. You can pick that up by itself. Or it's included in my uh, Tackle the Books Tuesday, where I got my three best bets in MLB action today. So jump aboard, grab these best bets as these golden tickets are going to tackle the book with these winners. So definitely jump aboard. The problem with these Prague um, snack bars is I can't understand anything of the, of the reading. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's the problem. I mean, I haven't abandoned this project, but I'm just telling you, it's, I'm struggling with it. I'm gonna have to use some Google Translate and figure out what we got, go, what we got cooking here. Right, because it's all. <laughs> have a herring. <laughs> Shut up and eat your herring. I'm seeing, I'm seeing, I'm seeing takeaway borscht. I'm seeing Wiener Schnitzel. Wiener Schnitzel. In Prague. <laughs> I searched up the Czech Republic, I searched up the arena and the snack bar, and it says they've got borscht, they've got, they've got wiener schnitzel. Have, have a herring. Anyways, we've got the Orioles taking on Orioles taking on the Tigers. The Orioles dead to me after last night. The, matter of fact, it turns out the Tigers have beaten them like 600 in a row at Camden and have covered the run line every single time. I'm done with the Orioles. I hope they lose. Vought. <laughs> Going with Joey Wentz. That's how bad things have gotten. Yeah, I'm there. I'm that. That's what happens. That's where the Orioles have taken this. With me. 
I will ride with Joey Wentz. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the I'm gonna stick with the Orioles. It pains me after yesterday, but I don't know. I'm just not I'm not buying into Joey Wentz yet, and I I, I like Austin Voth. <laughs> I'm an Austin Voth fan, and uh, yeah, I, I don't love this game. Not probably not gonna bet a cent on it, but I would lean towards the Orioles in this one. So yesterday on the show, I say that Rod is. Um, Yesterday on the show, I say that Rod is back on the show for good and all this stuff. So some guy leaves the comment like, "The Mitch, you're a hater. You should have Rod on every day. It's like, didn't we just say that's what we were doing? I mean, I don't know. The YouTube commenters. Tough crowd. Is Rod frozen? Looks like it, right? Chris, you frozen? No, he was stunned. All right. Uh Uh-huh. That was weird, right? Maybe I'll have to leave and come back. We'll figure it out. Anyways. Um, That's how I used to look. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the spinach? I don't know. There he goes. Oh, there he is. It's gone. <clears throat> He'll be back. It's a good time to talk about him. <laughs> time to throw out the disparaging remarks. Hmm. Anyways. Where were we? Orioles Tigers. Did you say anything about this yet? I don't think he did. All right, we'll just skip him. <laughs> As we should. We'll go to the next game. This one's going to be the Braves and the Nationals. Charlie Morton against Patrick Corbin. My 350, Chris. <laughs> Yeah, a little in my blood, but I, I still I'll still go with the uh the Braves in some capacity here, whether it's run line if that's in your wheelhouse or even if you go extended run line. I want no part of Patrick Corbin. And Charlie Morton, he's actually <clears throat> he's given up four runs in back to back starts, but both of those came on the road. At home he's been a lot better. He's given up just uh three runs over seventeen at third innings in his last three starts and Patrick Corbin's not fooling me, giving up one earned in three of his last four. I know what he's fully capable of. So give me the Braves run line, extended run line, however you want to give me the catalog. Corbin, I think might be his contract might be coming up next year. So that would explain it. Oh, Rod is back. Just in time, Rod. The Braves are minus 350 against Patrick Corbin today. <laughs> this is a really good show. <laughs> you could tell we're in, we're in, you could tell it's late September baseball. The se- when does the season end? Usually it's around October 4th ish. <laughs> so, cl- yeah, I wrote that. Yeah, as soon as, he's, as soon as it turns to October, you're like, baseball should be over because it's Mr. October for a reason, right? Yeah, I think it's actually the 8th this year. I think it's before the- that, of course, I'm going to take the tread again. I took him yesterday. I think it's the 8th or 9th that ends the this eighth? year. Eighth or ninth. Aaron Ashby Even going against. Cut off. I'm taking Detroit again. Oh, all right. Thanks. Taking taking Detroit again. So yeah, I'll we get Detroit. 
they are they've, they've outscored the Orioles twenty three to three. So, anyways, on to this end. The Nats. I'm going to take the Nats. Give me the Nats plus the run and a half here. The Nationals are five and two of the last seven road games uh, versus the right-handed starters. So, give me the Nats here. I'll take the big juicy money and uh, take the Nats to beat the Braves. Okay. I'll take two dogs. Two dogs and a herring. We'll have the um, Brewers versus the Mets. You got Aaron Ashby on the mound against Carlos, Carlos Carrasco. Clamovoca. I'll go with, I'll go with the, uh, the Mets in this one. You know, Carlos Carrasco, he's, he's pitched better at home than on the road, but he's still doing a, a decent job keeping the Mets in games and winning games on the road as well. And uh, Aaron Ashby, just again, not, not a pitcher I want to back in a coin flip price in a, in a in a high leverage situation like this for both teams. So, give me Carlos Carrasco. Give me the Mets. Uh, get the win in this one. Build off of uh, Monday's opener. Rod, and I'm, we're going to stick with the over. Just like we did yesterday, take the over uh, in this one. Um, as we see runs coming bunches. You know, Ashby hasn't been good. Um, Brewers are 0-5 in uh, his last five starts um, versus teams with winning records. So, And then Mets have won, what, four straight? So give me the over in this one. I think we see a whole enough runs. Got the Rangers taking on the Angels. Cole Reagan's got a job up against the Angels. Um, Patrick Sandoval. Man, these two teams battling it out for that third-place spot in the American League West. Just, you know, sometimes some games are just more meaningful than others, and this is one of those, you know, that you know, it's third place we're talking about here. That and it's hoping we'll get you on the subway. Chris? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm going to go with the Angels here. Uh, I like Patrick Sandoval. I think for Sandoval, a lot of the problems this season he had was just not getting run support, but the, the Angels have been doing a little bit better job of getting those runs on the board lately, and I just think that the the, uh, the Rangers kind of look done here, and I don't, I don't want any part of Cole Raggins in the start against uh, Mike Trout and Shohei Otani on the other side. I'm going to go with the Angels in this one. Right. For me, for me, I like the over in this one. Uh, I think we see a whole bunch of runs. I'm going to give you the over eight and a half here. You know, like the over is uh, five and zero in Sandoval's last five starts after scoring two runs or less in the previous game. When you look at Texas, they're four and zero to the over on uh, the kind of starter. Rangers are also six zero and one in the last seven home games versus a team with a losing record to that over. So, uh, I'll take the over in this one. The over is also seven zero and two in the last nine meetings in Texas. I'll take the over. Got the um, Royals taking on the. What's that? Something happened. It's like change days. Oh no! This game's happening Twins. today. I, I, somehow I thought it was a dream. The Royals taking on the Twins. Zach Granke against Dylan Bundy. Yikes, man! It's like it's just unfair to 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 all of us. Chris, I I, I mean. I hate to acknowledge that this is something that we're even a part of. Yeah. I, still, I still think it's actually going to be a half-decent game, but I, I like the under in this one. 
the, the Royals had a ton of issues scoring uh, runs against the Twins in their series last week. And, you know, it, there's going to be one place that Zach Greinke's going to have some form of success. It's going to be at home where he has a sub-2 ERA this season. But kind of hard to, to, you know, you know, feel good about the offense coming in this game. So give me the under between the uh, Twins and Royals. I just don't even understand this. You know, it's like the Twins are so bad. They were in first place almost, you know, past the All-Star break. Now they're lucky if they finish above 500. At least the Royals have some direction, you know. But Zach Greinke's not part of that direction. Rod, this is, uh, I mean, this is what makes this job not fun. I mean, really, this is, this is, it's this. It's like, Mitch, what's the worst part of your job? Royals, Twins, September 20th. 2022. That's pretty much it. We've hit rock bottom. <laughs> Let's dedicate time in our life to this thing. Right? So I, I think the under, I think both offenses have been anemic. So I would think the under here, as you look, uh, the under so, so far, the four meetings between these two. Um, Runs come in a premium. This one, you look. Uh, if if you look, Twins are uh, five and zero to the under their last five games versus a team with a losing record. They're also three one one and been Bundy's last four starts versus a team with a losing record. And you look at the Royals three zero and one their last four home games. Uh, I like the under here. Maybe under between the Twins and the Royals. I've wasted more breath on this one than I one care to already. The, the tree falls in the forest. Uh, we'll hear. White Sox versus Guardians. <laughs> this one in Chicago. Um, nothing fun about these games. Chris, what do you think? <laughs> no, I do like the uh, the White Sox. I was sort of waiting on the pitching announcement to be confirmed, but you do see Dylan Cease here for the uh, for the White Sox, and he's he's been there at their ace this season. Aaron Savale. He has, you know, decent, uh, you know, earned run numbers in his last seven starts, but he keeps get bouncing in and out of the lineup, p- probably because of injury. But uh, it's hard to really get a consistent feel for Savali, and I just think that the White Sox come to play behind C's here, and uh, the White Sox find a way to squeak out a win. So give me the uh, give me the White Sox in this one. Right. And for me, I, I like the under here. Uh, I think we got a lower-scoring one. Aaron Savali coming, holds his own. And uh, White Sox will hold their own as well. You look, Indians thirteen and three in their last after score runs after scoring five or more runs in their previous game to the under. Guardians are also 25-12 and one in their last thirty-eight. <clears throat> oh, I played on grass to that under. Now the White Sox, same thing. They they've been playing the under as well. Six and one in their last seven at home to the under. And the under is uh, four and one from the White Sox versus a right hand at the end. You open it seven up to seven and a half. Begging you not to take the under. Well, I'm going to take the under. Give me the under seven and a half. Indians, White Sox. Yeah, I'm, I like the I like the Guardians in this one. Um, it's whatever Rod wants to call them, you can call them. But they're the Guardians now, whether we like it or not. I mean, I I uh, I taking them here. Against the White Sox, hate the White Sox as a fan. Got the Rockies up against the Giants. 
Kyle Freeland up against John Brebbia. Giants are an every other year team, and this is not that other year. This is the other year. This is the post-Buster Posey era. Busted up Posey era. The other other year? Yes, it's the other other year. Gotcha. Um, (laughs) What do you got to say for yourself? (laughs) Honestly, about this game, not a whole lot because I don't don't love this game, but I will stick with the... uh, with the under in this one, um, you know, Kyle Freeland, he's pitched fairly well in, you know, in a couple of his recent starts. He's given up uh, just four runs in his last four starts and uh, three, two runs in the uh, in the month of September. So I think he could actually deliver a solid outing here. And, you know, John Brevia, I still think this is a decent bullpen, you know, when you don't get into the earlier arms like Brevia, who's used to being an opener and their long relievers. But... Um, I still think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Under 10, you know, don't, don't normally see numbers that low for lines at Coors, so give me the under 10. Rod? Not for me, this one, uh, Rockies burnt me yesterday, giving it up late. Uh, so I'm going to go back with the, the Rockies here. I, I think the uh, you know, Freeland, his last 2-0. Oh, uh, ERA, bullpen, so I'll take plus money with the Rockies and Freeland, who's been pitched the last three, so uh, I think he continues it here. Rockies get a win. Must eat foods in Prague. I can't. I can't pronounce it, but it's a. It's a you should see. It's a matzo stick. It's a deep fried matzo stick, except it's in a square, so it's like this big. It's like this giant square matzo stick, but it's like in a patty for a fillet of fish, but it's a. <laughs> it's a giant cheese, deep fried cheese. <laughs> deep fried cheese. Big, big prog food. Top ten musties. <laughs> yeah, deep fried cheese. Yeah. So, and they don't make it in little sticks. They make it, it's a big giant square. I thought it was a piece. I thought it was a fried piece of fish, but it's not. It's a, a camembert. Big deep fried piece of camembert. <laughs> with side fries must eat in Prague <laughs> good stuff <laughs> I'll pull me back hold me back let me get in there and pork knuckle mmm pork knuckle I am Veprove Colino which is just equates to pork knuckle it's like a ham hock. <laughs> pork knuckle. Mm, pork <laughs> knuckle. <laughs> With a big old cheese. Yuck. <laughs> Speaking of big slab of cheese, Mike Clevenger up against uh, Adam Wainwright tonight at Petco. Clevenger's been a big slab of cheese recently. Um, yeah. A wedge, as they say. (laughs) (laughs) Ruffalo, what do you think of this gem? You lost me at wedge of cheese. Um, I'm gonna go with the. uh, I'm gonna go with the over eight. This This could be a possible first round playoff preview. Yeah, hopefully this isn't the matchup, but uh, I gotta go with the over eight here. You know, Mike Clevenger. A 10.14 ERA in three starts in September. 
uh, Adam Wainwright, he, he's pitched well this season, but he does struggle a little bit more on the road than he does at home. Then he already up around four. I think this one gets to, to double digits, you know, by the uh, by the sixth or seventh inning. So give me the over eight in this one. Is it true P.K. Subban retired? That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> wow, stop. Rod, what do you got? For me, this one, uh, I, I, I'm going to take a uh, I know uh, Clevenger has a wheel of cheese, and Adam Wainwright's been pitching the uh, lights out, but uh, for some reason, that line just looks like uh, they're begging you to take the Cardinals. So I'm going to go the other way and take the Padres. Padres have not been playing as, as, as awful as we, have, as we have seen them, so I think they get the win here at home. Give me the Padres. Mike Clevenger. That line just... It's just like they're begging you. Well, they went the other way. Mike Clevenger. Anyway, speaking of going the other way, J.P. Sears up against Elise Castillo. Got a total of seven and a plus 184 here on the home team, the A's. Um, the A's have the second worst record in baseball. That's how bad the Nationals are this year. Chris, what do you think? I didn't even know that, was that, that it was that bad, but... Uh... I'll go with the uh, with the over in this one. Um, I do like the Mariners, but we've talked about it before. How you know Luis Castillo tend to tends to be a bit over bet in a Seattle Mariners uh, uniform, and you know he hasn't been as sharp um, lately. Still been giving up a fair share of runs, not necessarily getting blown up in those starts, but still doing enough damage. And uh, I think the Mariners come to bat off of JP Sears. I like this one to get over into eight or sorry into nine or ten run range. So give me the over in this one, Rod. Yeah, I have to agree with you. Give me the over in this one. Um, you know, Oakland seven two and one in the over their last ten, and uh, both teams can add runs to this. So definitely agree. Give me the over seven. This definitely seems a touch low. I think it looks a little low too. I like the over as well. So made it around the horn on that one. We go to our final game on the card. The mer- <laughs> We've invoked the mercy rule. We've got the Dodgers <laughs> up against the Diamondbacks. It's like, sorry, we've got the 16-game mercy rule on today's card. Um, Diamondbacks, Dodgers, <laughs> one playing once wasn't wasn't enough. They got to play twice, and the beauty of this one is, yep, two admission prices because you want an afternoon game, one's a late night start. Get Start these things seven, eight hours apart. Get charged two admissions unless someone wants to sleep in the stadium while they're eating their pork knuckle. Chris, what do you think? Not of the pork knuckle of the game. <laughs> when you say it like that out of context, someone's going to walk in and be like, well, why is he eating pork knuckle? Um, but I, I said it before, I'll stick with it. I'm going to stick with the Dodgers run line here. Tyler Anderson has had a lot of success against the Diamondbacks this season. Dre Jameson had a nice debut for the uh for the Diamondbacks, exercised a lot of the demons that he had in AAA, but uh, now he's going up against a, uh, you know, a a Dodgers team that's really swinging the bat well right now. And like I said, Tyler Anderson's just seemed to have the uh, the Diamondbacks number this season. So give me the uh, give me the Dodgers on the run line to close it out with a side of pork knuckle, Rod. <laughs> I, I like the under in uh, this game too. You know, look at the Diamondbacks uh, five and zero to the under their last five road starts versus a left-handed starter. They're also five and over there in the last five versus a starter with a whip less than one point one five, and you look at Anderson four and 
oh and one to the under his last five home starts. Give me the under in this one. Low scoring one. Game two. All right. Brings us to our parlay section of the show. Um Yeah. It happened just like that. <laughs> Chris? Oh, yeah. I'll go with the uh, the White Sox. I'll go with the over eight between the Cardinals and Padres. And I will go with the New York Mets. Time for me. See if we can hit another one. We'll go, uh, we'll take Boston on the money line. We'll take the Angels game over the total. And we're going to take Detroit on the money line. Parlay those three up. Pirates money line. Rays money line with the... Tigers money line. Thanks everyone for joining us. Make it a winning day. And uh two more days until football again. So uh don't don't overdo it on the pork knuckle. Make it a winning day. Pork knuckle.